<laughs> you are you are ready you are ready yeah, yeah i was just waiting i was like i'm gonna keep waiting until till she actually yeah acknowledges it because you know how when we do remotely which this is not where you're on your phone yeah and then i don't see it at first until i notice 10 minutes later that you've been disassociating <laughs> as you say and then i'm like this is a recording that's going to the world forever for sure and she's yeah. gone for the last yeah, 10 minutes yeah yeah so this is i figured in person it's impossible to be disassociating but it's not yeah you could do it there yeah there is no uh there is no situation in which i cannot disassociate and And go go drift off yeah yeah that's that's good yeah there's shows like scrubs where he would do it constantly Mm -hmm. and just like zone out and then be like what'd they say and it's an important surgery thing or something but yeah for sure that show was great there's been ads with them those two guys zach braff and I feel bad because I don't know the other guy's name. Do you know? No, but he was in Clueless. Yes, yeah, he was. He was in more than Zach Braff's been in, yeah. <laughs> honestly. Um, but uh, there's been ads with them recently. And I think, think Zach Braff is looking a little older. And then he looks about the same. Just shows you white people age the worst. Hmm. And I can say it because I'm white. Yeah. I mean, going back to Laguna Beach... Oh, yeah. Like those kids are 17, 18. At that time? Yeah, and they look worse than I do now. And I'm 31. I'm How like old are they now? Oh, age. they look worse then? They, yeah, like heavy on the wrinkles. Really? I mean, because they're all like sun kids. You is, know? is it that or is it their lifestyle? Because there's I think people. it's both. Okay. Yeah, because I would say like, it seemed like a party crew of kids at that time. Yeah, for sure. Um, but also like every, almost like in every episode, they're going out surfing every like three, four times an episode or a tanning salon, maybe. Yeah. I mean, but it doesn't matter. Like they're damaging mm. their skin. Oh, I did that a lot this trip. Yeah. I did, I wore sunscreen like three times in, in 18 days, 17 days. Um, well, the first day we went golfing, which was not yesterday. I don't know what day it was. Oh, we did two days in a row, Tuesday, Wednesday and Tuesday, we get out there and Mitch was like, did you bring sunscreen? I was like, no, did you? He's like, no. <laughs> and we had 18 holes we had to do. We're on a golf cart, but it doesn't matter. Your arms are frying. You get out to hit. And by the end of that, our faces were both like bright red. And yeah. it was like Rudolph. The, he's like, I'm like Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer here. Um, so the second day when he sprayed it on, it like it just killed me because it was so funny. Because the amount he sprayed was on really was thick. like a white just... Yeah. Like, I wish I would have filmed the few moments before it happened, but because uh, it was just like started as a normal face and became this snowman white. Um, and then his face looked white the rest, <laughs> rest of that second day. Um, but I, I do feel like not, no one's impervious to the sun or the, its impact. Right. But there are certain people with skin tones or just certain people that are more sensitive. Like other friends are getting like moles removed constantly and, and very sensitive to the sun. And, and I have felt like I don't have moles and I just sit in the sun and get burnt or yeah. tan and turn into tan. And then I'm like, it's ionizing radiation. So it's not the best, but it is sure. like, it feels good. Okay. I so. don't know what that's like. Ionizing. Oh, because you always put sunscreen on. I always put sunscreen on and I avoid the sun. And you put sunscreen on during the like cloudy weather too. I put sunscreen on and I don't even go outside. How about that? How about that one? And I have a lot of friends that are like, oh yeah, on cloudy days you have to put sunscreen on. Like, yeah, because the rays get trapped. It's like, no, you don't. Yeah, you do. I don't. Yes, you do, sir. No, no, I don't do it. I know you don't, but you should. 
but I also have switched to mineral based only. And uh, so it's like better than the chemicals. And so I have SPF 50 mineral based for the face. I did apply that about four times. I did it before golfing and it does help. Um, but I, do I look super burned or do I look brown? I can't tell because of the lighting in here. No, Sam, no noise. No noise. That's a, that's the toy that was at the beginning. She's going to grab it. Maybe I could do it once. No. If I no, do it at you. all, it's going to be like, no, she's going to squeeze it because she's excited. Yeah, just ignore it. Well, I, I'm a little red right now, but it will turn into tan. Yeah. But there, this Jeez. used to be soup. This used to be super white. Yeah. And now this it's used just to be soup. <laughs> this used to be soup up here on my arm. Now this is all just semi-tanned. Yeah. But yeah. Sorry, but I'm muting my phone. You're needing it to look up Mute, sunscreen? Muting. Oh. Um, well, I, yeah, I feel like sunscreen is always like people that live there, they put sunscreen on too before they go out. It's good to do. I just, I usually do my first day when I get somewhere warmer and decide not to do anything because I want to just burn a little and yeah. then I want it to turn into a tan, hmm. which it does. But the one thing I did that was wrong is eat a ton of pineapple and that causes canker sores, like the acidity, sure. which is why I had like seven in my mouth. You're kinked up. Yeah, I was. It's getting better where they're still there, but it doesn't hurt. Sure. Because um, I don't normally eat pineapple when I'm here. But there was like fresh pineapple cut. There was acai bowls. And I was like, man, I have six or seven canker sores in my mouth. And it hurts so bad. I, last few days, I was like sucking on wedges of lime or lemon just to ne neutralize the mouth. Yeah. And hydrogen peroxide, it burns so bad. I was mm -hmm. like, and I was like tearing up like people, if they were doing a sh if someone was doing a shot, they would tear up similarly to what I was doing, just putting the lemon in my mouth and being like, or the lime. So it looked like I was hardcore, but I was just putting that in and crying. Yeah. Basically. But it was fun. Dang. So I love the sun. I, I, I feel like I adjusted. I was like, I could stay. <laughs> if everything was, if everything was here and my life was in Hawaii, I was like, I could stay. Sure. Um, there's certain areas that are hotter. So the area up in Kona is like 85, 90, and then maybe 80 at night. And it's just a little hot indoors. Mm -hmm. So if you had AC, you're good. But ever, everywhere else is like cooler at night. You go up to the mountains, it's like 65. I went, it was 61 when I was driving over the pass. I'm like, oh, well, this isn't bad at all. Mm -hmm. um, and it's cloudy. I just felt, uh, this, is a, this might be a myth. I'm curious what you think about this. Um, but once, let's say once you've got tanned, like you've been okay. out in the sun for like a week. Let's Me say, in particular or anyone? Yeah, this is you anyone. Or, you or anyone. Okay. It applies to every. I mean, thoughts for everyone. So like you're already a little little darker than me. I'm mm -hmm. jealous of that. So you got that. Uh, that's a big bonus. Like it helps to be a little darker skinned, I think. You burn less if you go out. Right? I mean, it depends on the body part. My legs haven't seen the sun in over a decade. No. Yeah. No shorts? No shorts. Once, a couple summers mm -mm. ago. No, Sammy. Drop enough. it. Enough. A few summers ago, I used to wear these jeans that had the knees cut out mm -hmm. and my knees tanned. Oh, and kneecaps. Yeah. But even like, look at my feet right now. I have Burke tan marks oh, from yeah. wearing Burks and it never evens out. I can barely tell. Yeah. They're there. But I can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my body's all mismatched. But you're always kind of tanned. If I could be, sure. if I could be kind of tanned all the time, like I'm, I think you're, I might be my, matching you on my arms right now, but right. But my arms are always out cause driving. Yeah. And I tan like that. So if so, let's say someone's been in the sun for a week and they've okay. tanned. Yeah. Um, they're less susceptible to burn again once they're tan. Right. Right. So there is a layer of protection added with a tan. Well, it's cause your skin is damaged. 
Right. So it's awesome. <laughs> no, I mean, it's already darker, but it's not sure. burning. You're not seeing burn now because you're tan enough. Like people that live, I have friends that live in Southern California. They never wear sunscreen. Mm-hmm. She, they just moved over to Texas to another area that's sunny, but um, he never wears any. She doesn't. And you get like, sure, you get like the sun wrinkles around the eyes, some, but they're not burnt and they're out all day long. And I'm yeah. like, do they have that like leather skin? A little bit, but not mm. a lot. Slightly. I mean, you get that just from always being in there, but the fact that they're barely looking burnt at all. Yeah. It uh, like, to me, that seems like you've added a layer of protection by tanning, by being darker to start with. And, and people with darker skin usually show burn. They at least show burn less. I don't know if they're like, if it's actually a protective layer, like mm-hmm. it's less damaging by the sun or not. I don't know. I've only been sunburnt once and it was, I think it was my senior my high school senior class trip to some like water park mm-hmm. and I think I wore a tank top mm-hmm. or something and we all so we all spent the day out in the sun at the water park and then like we toured this town or something and then we get into the bus to like drive home it was like a two-hour drive back home and we all fell asleep and then like clockwork we all wake up in agonizing pain because our sunburns had finally turned and our skin was peeling. Oh, that that quick. Yeah. So it was a bad, bad day because you didn't put any sunscreen on maybe. No, none. Yeah. And you were out all day. Yeah. I think the couple hours at a time you can do it. If I was out all day, it would. I, I got a little, I barely, I don't really have anything peeling except on my arm just slightly. But, mm-hmm. but I would do like a couple hours, sit under something, that kind of thing. But yeah, sure. that does affect, that does affect. Mm-hmm. Well, my friend, um, I won't say his full name. I'm used to doing people's names, but he'd go to Jamaica every year with his wife and stuff. And he's, uh, let's see, he's not Jamaican, but he's, he's black. So he's got like darker skin. So he would, he barely, he would go and you, you couldn't tell that he, I mean, he doesn't, he, he barely, he'd see maybe a little redness once in a while. But I also feel like maybe if you go back like multiple centuries and different areas of the world that are hotter and stuff people were different skin colors for different areas where they were at and maybe it was like this is so you can be in this area and not die and fry so if you're talking like evolution um my i like micro evolution whatever kind of evolution evolutionary thing or creation thing different people believe different things you got people in areas where it's super sunny with darker skin so it's actually a a deterrent from Mm -hmm. being bad for you or is harmful for you like i'm gonna burn no matter where i go and then it turns to a tan there's the people more albino that like they like a lot of redheads if they get in the sun they're just like fry constantly so there was a girl at the airport before coming back who's like a night flight and she was looked like a lindsey lohan a little bit but young a younger lindsey lohan i was like is that I'm like, no, but she didn't look burned. So she obviously took care of herself there because most people just look like bright beet red. Mm-hmm. I did a four hour river float once and I didn't, I put sunscreen on, but that only lasts a certain amount. And it was four hours of extreme. It was here and I came back fire engine red, <laughs> worse than I've ever looked anywhere else I've gone. Yeah. And, and, uh, it was just like, yeah, my, it was actually red, red. Dang. And that's where you're like, oh, skin cancer. Sure. <laughs> Hopefully not. But but I feel good about the level I do now, whether it's right or not. I just saw a video of someone who had no like skin cancer on their nose. Oh, gosh. And the guy's not that old. And I was like, because <laughs> mostly the nose gets so red. Yeah. So it makes you think. 
that's why you got to wear sunscreen. I guess so. Not when the sun's not out, though, for me. I just can't bring myself to do it. Okay. But I know that it's probably what people do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So oh, cool. life, life lessons. Maybe wear sunscreen. Yeah, wear sunscreen, drink water. Mm. Um, oh, does that help with burns? I mean, it's just nice to be hydrated. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Because I stayed super hydrated also this trip. I drank so much water, more than I do at home. So nice. I need to, I'm, I want to carry that habit over because I felt really good 99% of the time, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been drinking enough water. Last night, I was so parched and I decided to just keep sleeping. I was like, I know I had water next to the bed. Oh, I can't do that. If I know it's there, I'm like, I'm so thirsty. Yeah. No, Sam. Enough. Drop That's it. Enough. She hey. just really wanted to play enough, that Sammy. toy. But don't you just wake up with like cotton mouth halfway through the night? For sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> you can't close your mouth fully. It's like. Yeah, but I decided to sleep through it anyways. I felt like I had that on the plane, where I was. It was a, the night flights. The night flights are the worst. We're just done with that toy <laughs> squeak in the background. Sammy, but leave it. I had myself like. Leave it. I had myself multiple times. Like I felt myself no. with my mouth agape, just like open and leaning back and like passed out. And someone could have dropped like candy in there or put anything into my right mouth while I'm sleeping. Oh my God. Right before bed, I came across this video. It was a surgical video where they were like, this woman is getting a snake removed from her throat because she fell asleep and the snake <laughs> crawled in. <laughs> and it stuck in her throat? It was, yeah, it was like a 12 inch snake. <laughs> like a garden snake what uh where is no. this around here i didn't save the video it freaked me out and i fell asleep oh wow well they do say this is a stat that i hope is not true that people swallow six to seven spiders per year yeah dude is that real it's for sure real how do we know you don't <laughs> i don't think it's a real stat for I most think people it's real spiders will die if they crawl in your mouth yeah they die so it, like crawls it and it just like gets down there and dies mm-hmm protein baby i saw some uh, big spiders on the trip i took a picture of one close up it's like a tiger spider okay uh, with like black lines on and in orangish arms but they they look trippy once you get like my friend did a macro shot with his phone he jumped in there and it's just like fur and eyes and like there's another close-up of an ant that blew my mind recently that looks kind of scary. Yeah, the face one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, well, there was one that looked even more, like, intense. That one, one looks kind of nice. You're like, oh, with some furry, like, teeth things. And then the other one looks like, you're like, I don't want to be small. This thing would destroy me. Wow. So the moth I, I've, the, uh, speaking of other big creatures, the moth I saw in the bathroom on the golf course was, like, the width of my almost the expanse of my palm if i put my fingers out each wing was like half of my hand wow. and the body would be like a giant larva like a, a half an inch in diameter all the way down yeah just sitting there but the butterflies i like the moth people don't like because it's like brown so it's kind of like we're judging on outward appearance because the moth probably has a great personality <laughs> i don't get bugs you know, understand them. Just all of it. What about cockroaches? Don't like them. Yeah, there was multiples too. I bet there was a big one that flew right at my friend trying to catch it in the room. It was yeah. this. It was like three inches tall, 
and he goes up with the cup to get it and it just launched right at him and flew and he's like no one told me they fly and we're like they have wings <laughs> and he was yeah. just like i can't he's like he was like traumatized and then <laughs> it falls so it falls down after it flew at him into all my stuff oh, wow. like i had my bag with my clothes down there and then <laughs> Then he like picks up all the stuff and it runs behind the TV. It's on a wall and it runs right into their room. He's like, right in. And so I was like, it just ran in your room. He's like, no, it didn't. And so they had to move all that and then finally caught him in a cup and put him outside because you don't want to like kill it. But he was like, yeah, and threw it as far as he could. But it was, it was a big, big cockroach. The little guys I don't care about. I'm like, whatever. It's like the size of like a dime or less. It's small. This was like, three quarters or four quarters but like not as wide as a quarter still this one time um i won't say where we were but we were at a place as me and my mom and there was a woman in front of us who had her bag on a chair Mm -hmm. and there was a there was a tiny little cockroach just like going from inside the bag to the chair and then like back running around and she didn't know it the woman didn't know and so my mom moves the bag to like try to kill the cockroach Mm -hmm. and the woman turns around as my mom is like like fiddling with her bag and just like looked at my mom as if my mom was like going through her bag it's like look you had a cockroach yeah did she say anything no we didn't say anything She's like, are you messing with my stuff? It's better to be like, hey, ma'am, a cockroach just crawled in your I bag. Know, but that's embarrassing. Is that worse than thinking she, your mom stole from her? I think it was just one of those things where it's yeah. like fight or flight. What are you going to do? Not mm-hmm. say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and being in an air like Southern California has a lot of cockroaches. Mexico, um, Hawaii, anywhere like warm, basically. Yeah. Tropical. I, had ne- I had never seen one as a kid, a cockroach. As a kid, we went to Palm Springs. And we're visiting with family in a couple like condos. And my brother and I are like, Palm Palm Springs. (laughs) There's a movie called Palm Springs uh, with Andy Samberg. It's a, it's a bit out there, but it's good. It's supposed to be like comedy, but it's kind of dark drama. What's the one with James Franco? Spring Breakers. Never mind. Oh, similar. Spring is in the word. Spring. Palm wasn't in that one, but. No, Plum. But we, we open our, I open my suitcase and this thing <laughs> drops into it as a cockroach. And yeah, I didn't know. I was always. like, oh, this thing has some wings. I was like, what is this? It fell from the ceiling. They're like, oh, there's, that's, a, that's a cockroach. I was like, oh, so gross. And gross out multiples. So we finally get it out of my clothes. And yeah. then uh, we, we all stay in one condo one night and the AC was off in that one. It was 120 degrees there. Wow. We walk in the next day to the one where no one was in and there was seven or eight dead on the ground. Just like. Oh, because it was hot. Because it's so hot they die. Dang. And the biggest one I saw on this trip, besides the condo, about half that size, was on on their um, on their driveway area, and it's just sitting there. And I was like, "Oh, that's weird." Normally they fly around, and when they're about to die, they just like give up, give up, and sit. And it was just getting fried, and it was laying there the next day Dang. or two. So they're around, yeah. but the one in the condo was like two to three inches long. The other one's like one inch. Yeah, dogs do that too. They like walk off and go lay down somewhere. Yeah, um, Gabe posted a video with like a coyote. A, yeah, coyote in his backyard, just sitting there, and I was like, "Oh, that's so sad." Because dogs don't show their age like people do. Mm-hmm. Like a dog can look like, oh, they might be four or five, maybe some gray hair around the mouth, but they don't look like when people get to the age where they're just like actually Decrepid. ninety or yeah. something, where they just look. And there's, I've been getting all these like centennial birthday things on facebook i don't know why Hmm. like hey celebrate this person's 115th birthday in arizona or 105th and all these people look pretty good i mean but 
but it's the animals you just can't tell. Yeah. So I feel bad for the last little, little it's kind of what they would do. Um, this was something in like Native American history that people would, uh, if someone was like on their last leg, they would like go off the side of the trail and it's a breathing thing. Hyper, like you shallow breathe for like a day without deep breathing. And it's like, it helps the process quicker. Like the body needs deep breaths for like for ox- the, the amount of oxygen. So if there's like, they just do that and they're on their last little, you see dogs do it. Like my friend's dog, unfortunately, uh, well, they didn't want to put her down. Abby, great dog lab. Yeah. And so they, she in the kitchen, she was just shallow breathing for like 40 minutes before, before that. And they just kind of let her go naturally. Well. Um, but that's kind of something like that people go off to the side and everyone continues on and they would just be like, they would be say their goodbyes and they know this person's not going to, not going to make it. So it makes me realize that when I shallow breathe a lot, I need to like doing two to three minutes a day of just like deep breathing. It like calms you. And it is actually really good to just step outside even in cold weather and get like some deep breaths. Yeah. Yeah. So deep breathe people. If you can. Yeah. If your lungs can handle it. If you smoked a ton of cigarettes and you have a, have the two pack a day habit, maybe medium breathe. But or deep breathe if you can. You can't. Oh. No, actually, you probably that doesn't affect your ability to deep Capacity. breathe. Like, yeah. They do say they do say cigarettes take like a day uh, a day off your life, not one cigarette, like two to three minutes. I don't know how they figure that out. Hmm. But if you people are like it's just one, and then you figure out oh well, a pack is like an hour and a half, or however much two packs would be like an hour and a half, and you do that every day, and you're like. I've just shaved four years off my life. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how they figure out these stats. Yeah, I don't know either. It's like they say sitting too. If you sit all day, you lose three to four years of your life. So if you're smoking and you're sitting all the time, it's eight to nine years. Is it like cardiovascular stuff? I think so. Cause just your system's not moving. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're obviously, if you're like running every day or you're doing some kind of cardio every day, then it probably is okay. Oh, there's a, oh gosh, that really scared me. There's one of those stink bugs on the, on the table, on the, on your white cloud lifter. Oh, that's okay. Oh, I moved. Can we kill it? Can we kill it though? No, you don't kill these things. They smell terrible. Uh, I'm going to trap it. it I'm going to trap it and put it outside. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Um, I had a, I had, I moved a little like Hawaiian surfboard off my wall yesterday and three stink bugs dropped off the back of it into the, into the room. So I was like, well, here we go. I usually had 10 to 12 this summer, or actually spring and fall, just always crawling around. They'd crawl up the uh, AC thing and just crawl right in. So we're going to get rid of the stink bug and we'll be back. Sammy's going to join the podcast by sitting at the mic and breathing. <laughs> there. That was the sound of not a human. Nope, nope, nope. That's no my toy. dog. Just you, just petting you. So we got rid of a stink bug. Um, it's best, uh, good common practices to get rid of a stink bug and you're smelling your hands because it's Sammy. Sammy freaking stinks. Oh yeah. smells like a dog. Honestly, I didn't realize my car smelled like a dog until I didn't have a dog. And then I was like, oh, I stepped into my truck. It smells like a dog. My car has never had an animal in it. Yeah. I'm going to wash my hands. Okay. But I'm just going to tell you guys real quick as Dolly's washing your hands. The common practice with a stink bug that's really good to do is you catch it and put it outside. Some people want to flush them down a toilet. But if you smash it, 
it attracts more stink bugs is what I was told. And I haven't looked this up, but that's why you got to look things up or just take our word, but throw them outside. No, no bad harm comes to you. No bad karma. When I threw the bug out, it hit the side of the house and I think it died. They're pretty strong. They have that hard outer shell, like kind of like a M&M or peanut. The wrapper? Uh, oh, peanut. Actually, chocolate-covered peanut. Yeah. Oh, I like but, those. Yeah, those similar to the wrapper. I like the, uh, I like the uh, clip with Ron Burgundy. Will Ferrell is Ron Burgundy and Eminem. And he's like, Afrojack's been talking some smack uh, to you. What do you have to say about that? He's, and Eminem's like, who? He's like, uh, Afrojack. He's been talking some smack. What do you have to say about that? He's like, who? He's like, that's what I thought. Thank you. These are the kind of memes I get on social media. Yeah. So I like I like getting that kind of stuff because it like appeals to my my humor. Nice. How about you? What are your favorites? Uh, memes. Yeah. Um, like, what are you in? What are you getting now that you're like, this is my fave? Uh, it's like dark stuff. Yeah, um, let's hear it. I want to hear it. <laughs> there was one that was like, "What if all my systems are nervous?" I really like that Instead one. Instead of a nervous system. You yeah. have them all. Yeah. They're all nervous. Um, I don't know. There's, I mean, it's just, I mean, you spend some time on your phone. I do spend some time on my phone. So what? Hold on. I'll pull, I'll pull one up. Yeah. Cause like you're obvi- if you like one, it's going to send you more of the same. Or if you have a conversation about something like I'm going to get more Rolling Stones ones now for sure. I follow this account called Dolores Park Social Club. Mm-hmm. And one of the ones today was hostage or not. Sometimes it's nice being held. <laughs> it is. It's. It's. They're jokes, though. It's good. Dark jokes. Yeah. Um, just stuff like that. You don't have any more. Or you <laughs> well, don't I'm, try, read I'm trying some. to read. No, I'm trying to read through them. To, some of them are. Oh, don't bet any of them. Just read them. <laughs> I am your dream girl, but it's the dream where all your teeth fall out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's great stuff right there. Really yeah. nice. Yeah, that's my. Those are my type of. It's dark humor. So, yeah. did you like the movie Eight Heads in a Duffel Bag? I didn't re- watch that. You'd love that. It's a dark comedy. Okay. Where this guy goes to the airport to visit his uh, soon-to-be father-in-law with his fiance. He goes to Mexico, and um, he accidentally swaps bags with these gangsters that are returning with the eight heads from the people they killed to prove mm. that the people. So the gangsters get to where they're, and they open his luggage, and he opens his bag, and it's all these heads. Wow. And the heads actually talk to him at one point. It's like in a dream. It's it's uh, it's com- it's comedy, but it's like it's pretty dark, but it's funny. Yeah. So you'd like eight heads in a duffel bag. Check it out. I'm going to repost this one because it's really freaking funny. I'm your dream girl, but it's the dream girl your teeth of all <laughs> Wild. <laughs> yeah, I mean those are those are great too. Those are funny. Yeah. The irony ones are great. Yeah. Um You oh, we were talking before this about music stuff before we started this, and you oh, said yeah. you have a song you just wrote well, or it, recorded. It's not so much like a full song, it's a um just like a chord progression. Did you do a I voice really memo on your phone? Yeah, I did do a voice memo on my phone. Sweet. Um, so I was playing guitar and then this kind of just came out. Um, I label, I called it the ending. Okay. <laughs> it's the start, but it's the ending. Yeah.
I love those chords. Just over and over again. Oh, keep going, keep going. Oh, that's awesome. The the is it just one take? You're not layering? No, just one take. Sounds like there's a couple things going on, like a little lead thing. Mm -hmm. I'm just good. Yeah, I well yeah, that's (laughs) that's the best kind of guitar stuff where you're like, oh, is there two people playing? No, it's just me. Um the and they're like kind of like those open, washy, dreamy chords, like Mm -hmm. minor minor kind of dissonant, but like major. I like that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So um the ending and then it's put through like a reverb pedal or something yeah it's uh distortion uh reverb and a little bit of delay i hope you uh record that one thank you and do something with it yeah or just to do a demo with it like the phone one sounds great but i'd love to hear it like a f- uh, production one sure and if you don't, that would be nice. Yeah. If, oh, it's not going to happen now. <laughs> if you don't want to do it, I would be I would be happy to record it with you. Okay. And record it for you. Okay, that's literally the only way it'll get done. Really? Yeah. Okay, you're going to come up and bring your amp, and we're going to track it. Okay. Sometime. Okay. And then hit up um, somewhere north and Skagit for fun. But you track that. I would lay bass on it and drums. I want to play drums. Oh. Okay. Well, fine. <laughs> and I want to play bass. Oh, you want to do it all. So you <laughs> just want, want me to, to produce it. it. And so you don't want me to do anything. I want it I want it to be me in the room. Uh-huh. Just only. <laughs> so I'm gonna have you come up and no, use no, no, it. No, 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 no. And then I step out of the room mm-hmm. and I'm not involved. Um, but anything you want to play on it, you should do. You should do obviously do drums on it. I would be happy to play bass That's if okay. you want. I just think it sounds cool. I'll just tell you the chords. I don't want to play it. I want you to, the way that I think every individual musician has such a style that uh, that's unreplicable in the exact same way. And I don't know if replicable, it's certainly not that it's not that word (laughs) repeatable in the same way that that person does it, which is why when I've heard Candlebox multiple times, like when we, we have seen them with all the rec, now I'm confused. Repeatable, either way. I've heard all the original band members together, and then when they when those guys weren't in the band anymore, I've heard them without. They're still really good, but there's something, some magic with all the original people that it sounds different. The way the the um, cohesiveness of the original group that's yeah. really nice. So that's the kind of stuff that that I that why you should do your own parts. But if you're not going to record it on your own. And you won't let me help you, then you're just never going to do it. Right. So we have no problem. I, I would love to hear it. I just want to help you do it if you want. Thank you. You let me know. Thanks, man. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Um, okay. Well, I want to I know your thoughts on life uh, in the last week and a half to two weeks, because it's been a minute since I was, I was around and I'm, now I'm back in town. So I'd love to, uh, we can catch up on here if you like. Yeah. Catch up and mustard. Um, condiments yeah things i hate yeah uh i'm still like it's interesting i think um i don't know if it's me losing a handle on um my insecurities or my handle on um 
like the reality of my neuroses mm-hmm. or it's me just like putting on this facade of being super neurotic but like i i feel like i'm just acting crazy or i feel you feel crazy a little bit yeah in the in like a season of crazy you feel a little Mm -hmm. currently that way yeah yeah and it's not um i just don't feel like myself yeah and i feel like uh the people i'm interacting it with aren't necessarily getting who i am they aren't understanding or they're not no, getting no. the normal version because you're they're feeling, not getting the normal version because you me. feel like you're you're in a different spot yeah 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 i wasn't going to say anything but yeah I no, know. Just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding i know i know no i don't feel i don't feel that way <laughs> i i i uh I, I feel like it's in some of those are probably like internal things like you're just you're feeling that and it doesn't yeah. it doesn't necessarily translate to outer mm-hmm. actions yeah and I feel like there isn't, I don't really have much control of my life right now. Mm. Um, but I do. You do. do. You know like I do. You do at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. But I can't help the way that I'm, I'm uh, feeling. Yeah. It's like, it's as if my fight or flight is damaged right now. Or like my, um, my ability to choose fight or flight in interactions is Mm. so you're not you're not picking the wrong one and you're running when you should fight sometimes yeah where like i'm presented an option and i pick the wrong one because i'm like over so your your brain's just just a little confused yeah 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 well i would say the environment you're in now very calm like this is a very calm nice environment thank you yeah, and you've created this. Yeah. And this is your house. Thank you. So, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, it yeah, is. But, it is true. It is yeah, true. It is. Like, I've spent the last two and a half weeks with children the whole time because it's mm-hmm. friends, kids along the way. And kids are awesome. I love all the ne- nieces and nephews. And it was just nephews on this trip. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's just there's a level when there's little little people mm-hmm. <laughs> that it you you are not in control. Like, the parents aren't in control. You, you try to be, but there's a constant, like, any parent is going to be wondering, is their kid okay in the other room no matter what? Like, they're not relaxed. Sure. And they're run- like, same with you'd feel like Sammy if she's, like, somewhere, like, where did she go? You're like, sure. looking. But it's, like, on a, a whole new level as these kids are running around. They're running. They could run into things or, or get in a fight or run outside and disappear and run into a rock or whatever else it's like. Mm-hmm. So I, I saw a lot in the past two weeks of just like, that's what being a parent is. You're constantly on alert in some fight or flight in some way. And so those of us that don't have like kids, kids, I think that like this sound here, I'm just not going to talk. This doesn't happen. This is like amazing. It's amazing to just be in quiet, Sure, you know, but there's a lot of joy with the kids too. So it's awesome. They're they're great. So I'm not dissing any of it. It's more along the lines of just noticing, oh, there are calm spaces in life that I maybe t- take for granted when I think of like my day-to-day. Mm-hmm. And like you have a pretty good one here. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. So this is your like safe space. Mm-hmm. You get out when you're, you're, the things you're talking about are not happening just when you're sitting here in your space. Right. It's like. I think because I just have this um, imposter syndrome that follows me everywhere. It's, tr- um, it's trying to get you, but it can't. Well, it, it's been winning a lot. 
Yeah, lately. Lately. Yeah. Yeah, where I'm just like, why am I... Like, I notice in conversations, like when I'm sharing things about myself, Mm -hmm. I'll be like, well, I'm, I mean, I do it on the podcast here all the time. Like I call myself trash before I talk about whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm garbage. So I can eat this, uh, corn dog and not feel bad about it. Or just be like, yeah, my tastes in X, Y, and Z are this way because I'm trash and that's fine. But yeah. Um, yeah. Where I like, I have to give a prologue into why my dis- why my opinions about whatever are what they are before feel, I even say it. You feel like it. I do it. Yeah. No, I literally do it. And I'm just like, why do I Why do I have to justify this way? feeling? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just getting in my own way. But I think it stems from imposter syndrome of like not being satisfied of I just thought I'd be further along in career and life By a than I am time. now. Yeah. Yeah. And like obviously like the passing of my dad makes you think about that yeah it brings it even yeah those are the things that those major life events that that you're like well i thought this was going to be like by the time i did this or had this or did these things and i've had the same this last couple years of just like oh i thought i was going to be able to take care of my dad by the time he needed to be taken care of and i had the i would have the money to do that and have a place and have a spot for him and be able to help him out and i was like nope (laughs) not yeah not having that um and i think um oh this never happens who nikki's calling me Go, put her on. on put her on nikki oh my god oh nikki you nikki you're on the podcast nikki we're podcasting right you're now kidding me. i have to oh, bleep that bleep now that. thank um, you oh like currently right now yeah literally yeah Oh my god. Hi. Well, hi. Hi podcast. Hey. Hi. Hey, welcome back. We didn't have thought we'd have a guest today, but here you are. Yeah. Here I am. Oh, this is really nice. I got so happy seeing your name on my phone. <laughs> um, I'm not going to share the story that I was going to tell you. Oh, okay. Let's just <laughs> Uh well, here you can. We'll just cut it here. So Nikki's say goodbye to the people. Yeah. Thanks again, Nikki, for being on the podcast. We love you so yeah. much. Okay, and then we'll cut it here. I'm so and glad I contributed so much. <laughs> you did. We'll, we'll have, we need to have you back on in real life soon, um, or through through a virtual one. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit stop on recording for a moment so you can share your story. <laughs> Thank. That was nice of Nikki to join us. That was really great story. I, I we love can't. Her so we much. won't. We won't share. But yeah. she's great. I um, love her and Ryan. Yeah, they're awesome. So we do need to do a remote one and have them on soon. Mm-hmm. I, I do feel. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? I don't remember. My. Oh, you're we talking about. Imposter syndrome. <clears throat> yeah. And imposter syndrome is like, you feel like you don't deserve to be where you're at, where you're at. Right. No, where you feel fake. But that's, isn't that kind of similar? Like you feel like you're faking your way through something, even though you're at a spot that other people think that you deserve to be at. Like, let's say someone's in a position of power or something Mm -hmm. and they're like, they're like, why am I the vice president of this company or whatever else? And they're like, oh, yeah, of course you deserve this. Yeah. You've literally worked your way up or whatever. Yeah. And you're just like, "Um, I feel like I should be a few steps back. So that's just an example. It's not what we're not Mm -hmm. the exact one we're talking about here. Yeah. But yeah, that's how I felt when I was told one video jobs budget was huge. And I was like, whoa you don't want me to do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't do jobs this big. Yeah. Um, so I did shoot a couple fake commercials on this trip to show that I can do this kind of stuff. And I'm going to go. start editing those, put those together. And I think I got 
as good looking stuff as they showed me. So we'll see. So then that would, then I'm still going to be like, as I bid on jobs, I'll still have a bit of imposter syndrome of like, um, is, am I good enough to do a Nike commercial or whatever? Sure. (laughs) Are these things, then you do one and you are good enough. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to do one. Mm -hmm. So just want to say you're good enough. Your home space is great. Thank you. It's calm. I need a therapist. I think. They're always good. I mean, everyone can use some therapy. I could use Mm -hmm. some. We're doing it here, kind of, by talking, but it's not the same as like a professional. No, I just think I, I've just had a lot of time to like think and, um, and assess myself. I mean, not obviously not to like the full intent or whatever, but like you have an idea realizing why I act the way I act. And it's nice to have someone who's like knows about all this stuff professionally to like share that with and get their mm-hmm. thoughts on it too. Yeah. Cause yeah. I, I think I just need tools on how to like when I'm encountering um, a situation that makes me feel a certain way, like mm-hmm. how can I one, like survive that moment or mm-hmm. like how to get me out of it. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me. That makes sense. Yeah. But how are you doing? That was a weird check-in. That was good. That was a good check-in. Um, I'm doing doing really good. I feel I'm I'm in the middle of a month off, mm-hmm. so it's it feels like I, was, I got back from the trip. I'm like, oh, I got to work. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> so it's still still relaxed. And even though I was like, I I was in Hawaii with a bit, different groups of people across the time, and I got a few days driving around on my own. Just I wanted to get a little time sitting on the beach. I did that a little bit and went to my favorite beach and sat there for like an hour. Mm-hmm. But I also find it tough to like slow down and do nothing so i sat there for a little bit i'm like i should get going and i was like i had nothing (laughs) i had to get back for or do i could have sat there two more hours and i was just like that's about time and i could have enjoyed another hour or two Mm -hmm. so i need to get better about actually like my goal this next week and a half before i go back to like working full-time and doing a bunch of jobs and and hustling again is to just do some true like live in the moment relaxing and not worry about anything and I felt like I got a couple weeks of like not doing any work but I got had to keep myself busy at times because I felt like I wasn't doing anything which I was doing yeah I wasn't doing anything I had to do right so but um yeah I think I mean I feel very blessed to be have the people and things happening in life that are so I don't have any I don't currently have any complaints that I can think of um and my friend in Hawaii was like what do you yearn for and I was like, oh, that's a good, good thought. I was like, I, I don't know if I'm like currently yearning for anything. I'm enjoying what's happening and I want more to, I want it to continue. Uh, and I'd like to get, I wanted to spend more time on music and uh, that kind of stuff too. Yeah. So, so there's all these things, but I know like, like a lot of people aren't able to do like live out their dreams for certain reasons or certain things, like the amount of things they want to do, they can't get to. So I feel like, life simple enough at this moment that I can actually focus on the things I really want to do. And I, and I take that for granted a lot and I have to be like, that's really awesome that I can take half a day and not have interruptions and do stuff that I want to do. Like even podcasting. I don't have other things I have to worry about today to, to, to break up something that I really wanted to focus on. Yeah. Yeah. I would like a life of leisure. Mm Hmm to like not have any like actual plans for anything just to be like oh it'd be nice to just go down to the park 
and then like maybe go to the museum yeah get some lunch somewhere you can do that i know you currently can do that i I mean i can't this weekend no i i mean but i mean in general like you can carve out yeah but you still have like days off Sure. So you can, I, I think we could, you can carve out time, but it's not the same as a full life of it, right? I think an ideal life of leader for me would be like, it's always a Tuesday where like, yeah, there aren't a lot of people out. You can just go do whatever you want. Like that is my favorite thing. Like I love going to a movie theater and being the only one there. Yeah. I've had like a couple movies where I was or I close it. to it, like one other person in the room. I'm like, yeah. this is cool. Yeah. I might go to a movie this, this next week. <laughs> there you go. On a Tuesday. Yeah. The cheaper days. Cause those days are cheaper. I just like, and it's not, um, it's different than eerie. I'm not really into like eerie, like spooky, like, yeah. Like when the city is closed, you know, Me neither. I don't like that stuff, but like, just, I'm just being like, Oh, yeah, like it's just a quiet day. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, so you need more of those. Yeah, your days off. You I gotta, need more Tuesdays. You got to create those on your days off for sure. Yeah, yeah, because life doesn't slow down that often. It's like retiring or like actual vacations, but actual vacations aren't always like a break. You sometimes need a break from mm-hmm. going somewhere or doing something. Um, so this one that I just did felt like a break, like a true like break from all the stuff. Um, but most of them I'm like working remotely or doing other stuff. So it's hard to like actually unwind and stop and do nothing and, and live in that, I think. Yeah. Because everyone's going so much. Mm-hmm. So I do hope you get some more leisure time. Thank you. In your schedule. But you do got a pretty chill home home space here. And I think that without having like a lot of responsibilities outside of like work stuff, you could probably carve out some leisure time. Yeah. Which is good. Mm-hmm. If you had like six kids, forget it. Forget it. Forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. No so way. friends with four, I mean, I have, I have family with four kids and there's not a lot of downtime until all the kids are asleep by eight or nine. And even then sometimes there's not a lot of downtime. Yeah. And you're up at five to get an hour before they wake up. Think yeah. Of, think like, about it. Think about that. The older I get, the more, I mean, I think it's just comfortability, right? Like I'm so grown, I've grown so comfortable in my life now mm-hmm. that like thinking of multiple toddlers walking, like running around, running around does not seem Relaxing. at all attractive <laughs> as an option. It's less me. attractive for me than it was a few years ago. I'm like, the older I get, the more I'm like, I love being an uncle. And being able to hang out with everyone and be there. And then I also like having some free time. Yeah. Yeah. So, but then also it's kind of like, I don't want to pick up another dog's poop, but I love picking. I didn't love, I really love picking my own dog's poop. I had no problem picking my own dog's poop. So if you had your own kid, you feel different about it, I think too. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of things to figure out in life. And I've realized, I think the more, the biggest realization I've had recently is it's okay that I, that I don't have all the answers. I don't need to have everything figured out. Mm-hmm. And once I agree, uh, let myself be okay with not figuring everything out, I felt less stressed. Yeah. So like your like goals by a certain age or date or time, like it's fine. Everyone's on different. You don't have to like have this by this time or this. You own a home. That's something that I was like, oh, I want to own a home by this date. I'm like way past the date I wanted to like have my own place. Sure. Owning. You know, yeah. and I don't think it's going to happen. 
that's hell. Unless I like made some major changes with like career. Sure. I would have to like make like 60, 70 an hour to like own a home right now because of the prices in this yeah. area. Or I'd have to move somewhere that's cheap to own a home. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So that's the, that's the thing too. It's figuring out what you're okay with and what you feel good about. And I'm like, if you're going to, if you feel like you're going to regret certain things you're doing now, like a lot of people are like, Oh, I really got to stop doing this or I want this to change, but I don't know. I, I guess I'll just keep going. You're like, if you know what you're doing, little habits become the big thing. So if you're like forming all these little things you don't like, you're going to be at a spot you don't like maybe not you, but people. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of people are still, we're I'm, not that I have it figured out, there's a lot of things I feel good about now. And I, and I, I'd hope everyone can be at a spot where they're like happy with their life choices and the things they're doing would be a cool thing to, to have. Yeah. And then you get a happier world because more people are doing the things they like. Yeah. So leisure, you, you want, you got to be semi-retired. Yeah. Figure that out. I know. How can I make absorbent amounts of money without having to work? Yeah. <laughs> Or downsize your life to living in a cardboard box. No work needed. Don't do that, though. I know. I like running water. Yeah. Homeless is, doesn't sound as good. Houseless. So, houseless. Yeah, it's nice to have a home. Roof over the head. So, well, thank you for sharing. Yeah, you too. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's always um, there's always more. I'll probably have some big self-development things in the next few months and realize I don't have anything together. But I feel pretty good at this yeah. moment. Rapid fire. What are three things you like about me? One. Okay. Um, you can't think your of... Your hair. Okay, two. I can't think of a second or third. Just kidding. <laughs> you think that's it? No, no. No, uh, you're a genuine, uh, caring, loving person. And even if you're... Even if you have your own... Even if you have your own things you're dealing with currently that are yeah. stressful... You don't put that onto other people. Nice. Which is like you're internalizing it. <laughs> yeah, I just which, eat, swallow it. However, however, mm. I mean, long term, not great. <laughs> but short term, you're you're doing it in a way that's like you're not trying to like you can have bad things happen in life and it's not pushed onto everyone else and that's a good that's a nice quality. Sure. And um, and you're hilarious. Okay, those three. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. All right, so that's the end of the <laughs> You don't have to say anything. <laughs> no, no, no. Ta- nope. Three things that I like. One, when you're thinking about things, you like when you're really thinking about things, you look down the barrel of your nose to think. And I like that. Two, um, you are a flip flop stan till you die. You're going to wear flip flops. And I love that about you. I wore them this month when I got off the plane. When you walk. Oh, yeah. They were squeaking after each of the pool times. Yeah. Everywhere you go. Yeah. Three, um, I, I love that you that you want to make music for the rest of your life. Yep. And I feel like it's so easy and it's very common for people to, um, let go of that, mm-hmm. like let go of, um, any type of pursuit of music past whatever, like age, they, age think, they think that they need to quote unquote, make it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I really admire that about you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I don't care about getting signed anymore. I was telling my friend about that too. And I was there. I was like, we used to care so much about getting signed. And now I'm like, it doesn't like getting now. No one's going to sign you until you don't need them. 
they want to sign you when you're going to make them money. And it's like, why am I going to sign with anyone if I was able to make money on my own? Mm -hmm. So like the point of getting signed was cool in the nineties and early two thousands. And now I'm like, I don't think it matters for most people. Yeah. Cause they were the gatekeepers for so long. Yeah. And now it's like, there's no gatekeeper. You can create your own thing. You just have to hustle and be smart about it. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, I just want to keep putting music out and put stuff out that makes people happy. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what, no matter what I'm going to spend so much more money on music and mm-hmm. not make, <laughs> and even if it's not making a ton of money, I'm going to be happy about the product. Oh, I have to go to Glazers today. Oh, do it. Yeah. Um, oh, I was going to say last quote okay. Prince Prince said like the moment and obviously he was popular at the time, but he's like the moment an artist puts something out, it's a success. Sure. Like he's like, to me, they're like, they're like, what do you call success? He's like, the moment I create something, whatever someone else thinks doesn't change my opinion of what I did. And that's the way I feel about everything. Now I'm like, if someone doesn't like one thing or it's not their taste. I'm like, I hate the red hot chili peppers. Someone loves them. Lots sure. of people love them. And it's, and there's other things that I like that others don't and things. And certain singers hit me a certain way, like pink. I don't like, and my friend's wife, uh, my friend as well, Bailey, she, she was like, Oh, I love pink. And I was changing the station on the radio. I was like, not my cup of tea, but we're going to play it for you. Yeah. And people like love it and others don't. And I was like, there's sure. certain singers that hit people a certain way. Mm-hmm. So it's just um, everyone has an audience, can have an audience if they want to do their thing. Yeah. Do you believe in predetermined um, likes? Like, um, like taste in music? Predetermined. Based on what someone was raised with? No, just in general. Like, I feel like I really love things in 4-4. Like, um, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I feel like I, I like anything that's catchy and sounds good. And I, I prefer the, the messed up time signatures sometimes Four four is like the classic oldies, which is what I love. Yeah. But if it's like off and different, but still like melodic and like those chords you played were really cool. Those were four, four, but it's just like the, the interesting chords. I love hearing stuff that's different and not just the standard two so so you probably there's a level of predetermined like things you're like your brain clicks with too sure like if it's screamo i'm done yeah that's a predetermined thing that i don't like so like i like the music sounds cool and then it's got i was like see you later i don't care how good that solo was at the beginning hey if hey listeners if you're an astrology girly is there any ties between like uh preference like ex- the topic that we're talking about now mm-hmm. and like star alignment stuff because that'd be so you interesting mean the, to the know year about. you're born the, the month, year you're born where the planets were and the, different the kinds of music born. yeah you need a musicologist and an astrologist because like yeah and i think more what would it be the data points on that like the celebrity like the musicians that were born that same day or i for me i think it's like what you heard growing up becomes similar like the oldies i know but like if we were taking astrology as like i just find it so interesting not that i'm like my favorite artist is Jimi hendrix he was born with the same sign under this or this or that and if all your artists lined up to that that would be interesting yeah so you got to look up all that stuff to go dive deep and see so there could be some deeper meaning hit me up yeah we're gonna keep it an unknown mystery for this week but you guys enjoy when you figure it out Okay, bye. Bye. We love you. Love you.